This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I just want to tell you a thought that I had at the ocean. Sorry. You're like, oh. Um, it's actually a thought that I have always when I'm at the ocean. So, there's a, a, a Zayar, and the Zayar says that when Hashem created the world, so we know the world was actually water. Actually, I, I always ask this question, when did Hashem create water? First day, third day, second day, wrong. Water was here before creation. If you look in, if you look in Bereshis, it says that Ruach Hashem arachefes al-pnehamayim. doesn't say on the first day he created water. His, he was above the water. So the water was here. The whole world was all water. There was, and underneath the water was earth. Like you go to the ocean. On the bottom of the ocean is, is sand. So when Hashem created the world, he separated, I think it was the second day, he separated the waters from the earth. And then we have ocean and we have land, I think three-quarters of the world is water, is ocean. So, why are there waves, in, this is an unbelievable desire, why are there waves in the ocean? What, what, what do you need waves for? Where, where do waves come from? Okay, it's the tide, the moon, but why does Hashem make that there's waves? What do you need waves for? Um, and the answer is very, very beautiful. That the ocean, because it was here before the land, before it was separated, always wants to go back to Lefneha Bria to before the world was created. So the water is always trying to take over the world. So the waves, says Isaiah, they're coming up, like we're going to take over the world, and then they get to the beach and they get pushed back. He also says that every single wave has a malach. Every blade of grass has a malach. Every wave has a malach. So the malach of each wave, and I counted while I was standing at the beach, I thought it was 20 seconds. It's every, close to every 12 seconds. There's another wave. Shh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 11, 12. The next wave. So, the malach that comes in with the wave that's coming in is like, gonna take over the world! And then it hits the beach. And it gets pushed back out. So, the malach of the wave coming in says to the malach, the way that's coming back out now, he hit the beach and now he's coming back out. He tells the Malach coming in, don't waste your time. I tried. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. There's a beach and there's sand and we're not taking over the world. It's not going to happen. Says the Zayar that the Malach coming in tells the Malach that's now coming in towards the earth and the other one's coming out. Says to the Malach who said, don't bother, you're wasting your time. Says, just because you didn't make it, doesn't mean I'm not going to make it. And if you watch the waves, it's, it's unbelievable. You watch the waves, they look a little angry. Like they come to the beach and, and, and the water is normal until it hits the beach and then you have the foam, right? And then it goes back out. So it's like, I'm going to do it. Just because you can't do it doesn't mean. So the Zaya says that a Kishbach will put in the Bria that every 12 seconds there's a Malach that says, just because you didn't make it doesn't mean I can't make it. It's in the Bria of the world. And that's how a person has to go about his life because many, there are many, many more naysayers, as we say. People who say, it's not going to happen, you can't do it, you're wasting your time. Many times we try to grow spiritually. Our friends are like, like yeah, it's going to last a month or two months, like when you go on a diet, you know? Come on, have a piece of cake. Like, come on, it's not going to last anyway. So we have many, many times people are naysayers because it's easy to tell you it's not going to happen and to actually try to make it happen. So I could put in this teva, and I was watching it. It's, it's fascinating. 
Every 12 seconds is a malach saying, just because you didn't make it doesn't mean I can't make it. And, and, and that's what I got from the ocean, what should I tell you? And um, it was, it was just, it, it's just an experience. Anything you do, anything, even if you go to Florida and you stand by the ocean, there's, there's something going on. There's so much going on in Akash Bochus Bria. I don't know how many of the girls were in my class that time when I went outside and yelled at the top of my lungs, I love you, Hashem, right? That was wacko. That was crazy. I don't know. I don't know what I had for breakfast that day. But that was interesting. And how many of you had roses to give Hashem that, right? That was, I don't know what got into me. But anyway, Baruch um, Hashem, it was, it, was, it was very good. So I just, want, I just want to thank you all for coming. I just want to tell you something that happened in Lakewood. When did I speak in Lakewood? I spoke in Lakewood last, not this past Monday night, last week Monday night. Um, I got to speak for an hour and a half in Lakewood to a school about 120 girls and a, and a bunch of te- a bunch a bunch of parents and teachers whatever it is. Anyway, I got the girls. They're only ninth and tenth. They're a brand new school. They're only ninth and tenth. Um, so I got to speak to the girls in a room alone, just the girls. And I gave them some homework. And I want to give everyone in this room a little homework to do. Sorry, I know you're out of most of you are out of seminary. I don't know if you're still in school, where you are, exactly what you're doing. But um, I want to give you the same homework because it's an amazing homework. And the homework is like this. What would you do if you went to Shemayim an hour early? For some reason, a person, Chas went into a coma, and they come up to Shemayim, and they're like, uh-oh, no, 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 you're not supposed to die. You have another hour. Go back to the earth. Okay, you wake up, and you know you have exactly one hour. That's it. No question. You're going to only have an hour. So one smart girl said, no, I'm going to daven for that hour that I should have more time. I like that answer. It's pretty smart. It's a pretty smart answer. But no, you only have one hour. So I want to know what you would do with that hour. I have given this a lot of thought in my own life. Right? Definitely, you wouldn't waste it on WhatsApp. You wouldn't waste texting. You wouldn't watch a movie. So one kid said, yeah, because an hour you're in the middle of the movie. You have to see the whole movie. So that won't work. <laughs> They're smart liquid kids. They're smart kids. Yeah. She's like, what are you going to watch in an hour? What are you going to watch in an hour? So I said to them, for homework, I want you to figure out, sit down and think about what you do in that hour. Call my mother, call my father, um, maybe help a kid, maybe do a big, like a big chesed, make someone smile, maybe daven. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's different. I don't know what your answer would be. But whatever you're going to write on that paper, and if you can't handle an hour, do a half hour. I only have a half hour left in my life. What I would do with that half hour? And then do that every single day. Whatever you wrote you're going to do in that half hour, make sure that you spend a half an hour every single day doing what's on your paper. My mother, my grandmother, my brother, whatever, whatever you would do. I don't know what you would do. Whatever it's going to be. Do that every single day because no one knows how long a person has to live. And if you live your life like you have a half an hour left and you do that every day, you're going to accomplish crazy stuff. I told them an hour. I wanted to give them some time and get a drink, you know, whatever. But it's, it's, it's an exercise that will change your life forever. You don't call your mother, you don't call your father, you don't call your grandmother. Well, if it's in your hour, you've got to do it every single day. Whatever that is. You're going to daven. I never daven chakras. I'm going to daven chakras. I'm going to make a bracha. I don't, I don't, I want you to know that I was in shul today. And Amen Yeheshmei Rabbah. Girls don't get to say that very often because you're not in shul. But Amen Yeheshmei Rabbah, right? 
is is one of the it, it has the koach of destroying this magefa of COVID. Of of it says that every day when the day starts, the 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 satan has thousands of gezeris against Klai Yisrael. Thousands of things that because we did averus that day, so many people. And when you say Amen Yeheshmei Rabba with Kavano, it rips up the Xeris. It's a huge thing. What does it mean? Amen, MS, Yeheshmei Rabba, his great name, Yeheshmei Rabba Vorach, Lilam Lomeo should be blessed through all the worlds. When I said it this morning, I was like, to be in this world, to be able to say Amen Yeheshmei Rabba, because Baruch Hu, your name, your great name should go through all the worlds. You can't say that when you're not here anymore. You, you can't say, bless you Hashem who created a fruit. You can't say nothing in the next world. Nothing. You can't make a bracha. You can't say a you can't, you can't make someone smile. You can't make someone smile in the next world. You can't give someone hope. So whatever that half hour, if you can't handle an hour, whatever you write down on that paper, for the rest of your life, do that. And I think that, that the seminary, Baruch Hashem, both at Terasnava, both, I think that through all the teachers, I think we may have given you a good idea what to write on that paper. Maybe before you came to the seminary, you didn't have such a good idea. Or maybe you would have written some things that maybe not have been the greatest things. But I think Baruch Hashem, not, not because of me, but because of the amazing teachers that are here and the love and the care, the principals and Daphne and every single one of the teachers that, that are here, I think they gave you the ability to write the right stuff. There's a movie, Once Upon a Time, when Chas was a bad boy, called The Right Stuff. It was, called about, it was about three astronauts that went, the three astronauts that went to the, movie, to the moon. It was actually a, a history type of movie. It was called The Right Stuff. You've got to have the right stuff and, you gotta, and, and just because someone tells you that you can't do it, so go to the ocean. I know it's very cold. And, and, and watch. Watch each wave. And you go, what are you doing? What are you, do, what are you, what are you wasting your time for? The guy just told you there's a beach. You're not going nowhere. You're not taking over the world. You're not taking over nothing. And like, just because you didn't do it doesn't mean I can't do it. That is, that is such an inner strength. That's such a kayach. And, and, and sometimes you need to look in the mirror and say that to yourself. Just because I couldn't do it till now doesn't mean I can't do it. I could still do it. You should know my ranch that I have for the first two years was such a failure. We went through four clinical directors. I didn't, I mean, I thought I knew what I was doing, but it was, I was told by someone who ran such a residential treatment center that it's going to take you two years. And I'm like, nah, you guys, you know, the Mormons, you know, I'm, we know how to do this. And, and I failed and I failed and I failed, and everybody said, just go back to your seminary, go back to your high school. This is not for you. Give it up financially, everything. Girls ran away. Don't ask. Don't ask what was going on over there. And I said, I'm not giving up. To fall is not to fail. To fall and not get up is to fail. And you just got to be like that wave. You just got to, like, I'm, just because someone else didn't make it, we didn't make Hashem. The last two years has been absolutely fantastic, amazing. But just you have to, sometimes Hashem wants you to jump into the water, and he's, Hashem says, "Lama titzak Now is not the time to daven. When they were at Kriyas Yamsuf, 
Hashem said, now's not the time to daven. And Rashi said, like, of course it's the time to daven. Whenever you're in trouble, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to daven. And Hashem says, no, sometimes you've got to do something more than daven. What is that? You've got to jump in. The learning is not the ikra, el ha-maisa. The actual doing. So I hope the Baruch Hashem that we have given you the tools and the knowledge of making the right decisions. You should all be, should have a richas yamim, and you should be healthy mentally and physically and emotionally, and those who are married should have shalom bias, and those who are not married in Mitzvah this year should get married. Amen. Healthy children, amen, that's huge, healthy children, Mitzvah but the most important is children and dairy dairy's generations, till Mashiach comes, that all your generations should always be B'derach Hashem. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.